This Wednesday, the 6th Picks edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the SGPN Free Rule Football Contest. Join our free season-long picking with up to $3,000 in prizes and a Super Bowl autographed SGP helmet up for grabs. The sign-up link is in the SGPN app. We're brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use the promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app. Use the promo code SGPN. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL. Win up to 20x in one game. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And we're brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any NFL game. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SGP. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Tuesday, September the 5th, and we have a full game of uh, a full slate of games. Um, However, they're not all on the board uh, for various reasons. For Wednesday, September the 6th, but we will endeavour to do our best and make some winning picks. First up, we've got Mr. Dylan Rock. Fred D. Rock, how are you? Oh, I'm doing well. Doing well. Good to be with you, boys. A uh, little uh, hot little hot wave over here on the East Coast. It's around 90 degrees over here, but not as hot. You think I forgot? Oh. <laughs> Come on, baby. Four is plus 700. Biggest win of I've ever seen at the club, man. I just got to give it up. Biggest win, biggest win of Dylan's six weeks of uh, fandom that he's invested <laughs> exactly. in the club. <laughs> <laughs> That's a $1 fine for fair football talk, mate. Get your, get your money in the tin. Um, joining us, Lonte Smith. Lonte, how are you? Not bad, man. We don't get a day off, do we, man? We've been grinding since since Sunday. We've been on the show. No day off here, mate. No, no <laughs> yeah. holidays. It might have been nice outside. We wouldn't know. Me and Lonnie wouldn't know. We've, we've been in the lab. And yeah, I tell you what, Lonnie, the results were okay. Came yeah, out of the lab good. yesterday. I think, yeah, I think I finished eight and three. Um, yeah, so we talked well. ourselves, we talked ourselves into a little heater. Um, and as yet, it hasn't, uh, we haven't had time for it to go wrong because there's been no day sport today. Yeah, so that's good. Dylan, you threw me off by making those slides come up again. That's what I was laughing at you in the I gotta keep you on your toes, kid. <laughs> that's, I just, it just surprised me again, but I will get used to it. Yeah. Um, we got some new, uh, some new names in the in the chat tonight. Gooey shoes, which is a great name, as well as a can new we one. Comment back uh, now. Yeah, it's fixed. Okay, yeah, good. it's fixed. So yeah, we can get back to making flippant and unhelpful remarks. Um, Gibby Shoes is here. Uh, Aces and Eights is here as well, making his debut live, which is good. Uh, Randy came in to say hello and is gone, which is just it's like a kid just getting his mark in class registration and then he's jumped ship for the day. Uh, Captain Sano as well, how are you doing? So, yeah, and if you've got any uh, anything you want to tell us in the chat, by all means, uh, get involved, fill your boots. So, I said at the top, we've got 15 games, but there's loads off the board. I've got one, two. I've got four off the board, actually. It's not as bad as it was even five minutes ago. There's a lot of pitching shenanigans. We've had a really good run of early lines and settled pitches. Um, for about 10 days, we feel like um, everything's been been in place for us to handicap, but not today. Um, still leaves us 10 or 11 games, and 
Uh, we'll have liens, etc., on the other stuff as well. So we will start tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, with... There is lots of days ball for me tomorrow. And we start 12.35, nice and early. We have the Milwaukee Brewers at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, this is one of the games that's off the board, unfortunately. Um, it's Freddie Peralta confirmed for Milwaukee. But uh, Pittsburgh at TBD, I think it's Mitch Keller. Um, but I've got no um, odds for that at all as it stands. Two near identical uh, records for these two pitchers, peculiarly enough. Um, 11 and 8, both of them. Peralta 385, Keller 393. Um, so that's a hard place to start if you're looking for a, for an obvious discrepancy um, in ERAs or records, what have you. Uh, Freddie Peralta has been outstanding recently. Uh, 4-0 record with a 150 ERA in his last five. He's pitched 30 innings, given up 13 hits, five earned runs, and struck out 49 in that stretch. And that's home and away now. Uh, we know Trev... Uh, he'll often pop in the chat and talk about home Peralta versus road Peralta. Well, he's uh, he's levelled out everywhere, so we're quite happy with that. However, Mitch Keller has been really good as well. He's given up four earned runs in his last four starts, uh, 20 innings pitched in those. Plenty of strikeouts as well, the like for Keller. Obviously, we don't have a total, um, so I'm just giving out a kind of read. It's two good starting pitches against two offences that really don't often need a lot of encouragement to not score many runs. They're quite happy to sit around three or four each. That's their thing. Um, at that, If you see a total of eight and a half, I would smash it. Um, eight, I mean, eight and a half would be a dream. I don't know if it'll get that high. Um, but yeah, we'll find out. But I would, I would be going towards it under, uh, under eight and a half. If we can find it, I'll take an eight if I feel a little bit brave, I'll it. Yeah, I'm with you uh, 100%. I like both pitchers. I don't think it's much of a difference here. Uh, Keller, four straight quality starts, 1.38 ERA, 1.12 whip, 33 Ks over 26 innings pitched in that four-game span. Um, hasn't allowed over three runs in his last five starts. Um, Milwaukee did have a good game against um, against him like August 3rd. He had eight, They scored eight runs on nine hits against him, so that's something to look out for. But again, I think both pitchers are in – Really good form. You mentioned Peralta's number. He's had 10-plus Ks in four of his last seven, so might want to look at some K props for for him. He hasn't allowed over two runs in his last five starts. Uh, pitched against pretty solid offenses as well. I think Texas, Boston was was mixed in. Uh, Peralta, five and a third, allowing three runs on three hits in his last start versus Pittsburgh. So, I mean, first five under, I can see a 1-0, 1-1 game in the first five. Seven and a half is what I'm guessing it will come at. Mal, if we get a, if we get anything okay. above yeah. seven, if we get anything above seven and a half with these two pitchers, I, I'm willing to go under that pretty pretty heavy. So I like the under. Uh, I'll also be looking at both pitchers K props, especially especially Keller if it is indeed him. Yeah, I was probably being a bit hopeful, a, a bit ambitious, seeing if I can get an eight and a half. You might be right, um, Dylan. Yeah, no, I agree. I like the under as well. If it is Keller going, uh, I set my line at 7.7. So uh, it'd be an ideal to get an eight and a half. I think it will open up an eight. Got winds blowing in as well. That should help us. And uh, Lante, you were saying on August 3rd, he versed him. He also versed uh, the Brewers uh, in middle of June, June 17th, and he lost 5 nothing as well. So might want to look. I did favor the Brewers up to a minus 135. So anything, hopefully, since the Brewers are struggling a little bit, hopefully we could get a good price on Freddie Peralta. But anything under a 135 or under than that, I'll, I'll take the Brewers. And then I do lean under with you guys. 
Okay, next up is a 110 Eastern first pitch. It's the Minnesota Twins at the Cleveland Guardians. I felt like we've handicapped this game for about four <laughs> weeks solid now. It's all we talk about, Lanty. Yes, uh, this time, it's Joe Ryan for Minnesota and uh, Gavin Williams for Cleveland. Minus 116 on the Twins, plus 105 for the Guardians. Now, this is a... This is the thing that changes it. I've seen totals of eight on FanDuel and nine and a half on DraftKings. Um, and I was interested in a total here, so I'll talk to you that when I get to it. Never, ever seen that discrepancy at all. Maybe half a run, occasionally, but a run and a half spread. Uh, maybe you could shed some light on that. But, um, Lonte, what do you make of this game? Yeah, eight, nine and a half, it don't matter. I think we're going under here. Um, Gavin Williams is returning from uh, some extra risks. He left the start, his last start, I think it was August 29th. Um, he had some knee soreness, but all reports saying that he's he's good to go. Um, he was beat up by the Dodgers. You know, outside of that, though, he's he's been going pretty well. Hasn't allowed him for three runs in his previous uh, eight starts. I mean, Ryan, he has been a bit erratic, allowed four-plus runs in three of his last five starts. Ten home runs allowed in that five-game span, so – I mean, the thing that he has going for him is that Cleveland is uh, not, not Cleveland. I mean, Minnesota. Uh, Cleveland is thirtieth in home runs, so you know he, he's got a little uh, a little gateway there. But I'm going to go with the home dog here. Uh, I don't think that. I think it might be the total might be inflated due to that twenty run um, outing that we had uh, last night. I don't think that. I think that's an outlier. Of course, it's an outlier, but I don't think that either either team's bats will be able to get it going. I like Gavin. I don't like Ryan, which is why I'm leaning to um, Cleveland here at home. So I like the home dog. I like the under. Okie doke, uh, Dylan. Yeah, you're right. It opened up an eight. It's up to nine and a half right now. Uh, I grabbed an eight. It was a little chalky at minus 120, but my total came out to an 8.8. So at a nine and a half, I would lean under. I think that that's a little overreaction. But if you can still find an eight, eight and a half, I would take the over. Uh, you know, Minnesota is nece not necessarily an over team. But recently they have been, not even just the 20 runs they put up last night. They scored nine against the Rangers. They took two or three from them. And I, I'm just not really a Gavin Williams fan, to be honest, uh, especially at home. I think he is susceptible to give up some runs. Is, the Twins are swinging a hot bat right now. You got winds blowing out as well. So uh, depending on the number, if you can still find eight and a half, I lean over. But if it's a nine and a half now, I would lean under. D-Rock, you're going to be disappointed uh, when, when this ends 4-3. Let them know, Mal. 4-3. Well, Lonte. Oh, no, Mal. Don't do it to me. Don't Could have been shocked. Listen, oh, and it's man. not just because I feel like I've given out the 4-3, like I say, for 100 consecutive days on these teams, two teams. But I've handicapped it in like, like the over. And then I saw the lines, and that's what really struck me about the lines. So I don't know if there's an eight still exists. But um, Ryan's last two have been really good. But he was struggling before that. He's got a 4.68 ERA. And as much as I've liked Gavin Williams, he just maybe looks like he's um, dropping off a little bit. His levels are dropping... Um, maybe the, the big leagues are adjusting to him. Um, the, it's, there's been some warm weather around. This team scoring more runs at the moment. Um, yeah, and I just thought, I thought we could definitely get over the eight. Um, if that has, I think the, the fact that the line movement kind of says my instinct was correct as well, if it's I already up to nine and a half. Sorry? Yeah. No, I agree. I think I think Sharps moved the lines, and there's a reason yeah. it went from eight to nine and a half. Yeah, I, I, it's still it's still some eights, too. You can get it's uh, bit three, six, oh, five, Caesars, okay, um, bit yeah. on one, points bit. All but you're going to pay the chalk, right? Um, 120 is the max I see. 
Okay, that's not that yeah. bad. One twenty is not bad, but yeah, Fanduel, Fanduel it has the only nine and a half, and you're paying one twenty two to go under plus one hundred on the over. Yeah, no. Did you see that's three six five because that's where I've got most of my money at the minute. So yeah. Uh, yeah, three six five uh, over uh, over eight minus minus dollar uh, twenty. Oh, I'm all right with that. Yeah, getting the vibe. Love it. Um, I had something vast importance to say about ten seconds ago, and I completely <laughs> and utterly forgot. Uh, so what I'll do, I'll tell you about a couple of our sponsors here um, on the MLB Gambling Podcast. DraftKings. This is exciting. Seven months without NFL is going to come to an end in. This is a Thursday night game, isn't there? So about oh, 28 yeah. hours from now. Um, that's exciting. So DraftKings Sports with the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Uh, we've got a card miss offer for week one. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks on any NFL game. Uh, DraftKings hooking everyone up with game day greatness. There'll be two new offers every single game day this September. So check the app to see what's on offer. Um, if you download the app now, use the code SGP to sign up. New customers take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That's code SGP only on DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And I'll tell you about game time, uh, the place to go now. Uh, to get your tickets, tickets for anything, um, sports, music, comedy, theatre near you. I know Sean um, from the Mothership was talking about getting his Eagles tickets. I think they're playing um, the Rams possibly uh, in his in his hometown. So he'd be looking to pick tickets up for him and his dad and everybody. Um, game time, make that an easy thing to do. Not stressful at all. Um, you can get killer deals on last minute tickets. Um, the lowest price guarantee it's fantastic. Um, game time will credit you 100, 110% of the difference um, if you find tickets in the same section in the same row for less. Uh, the tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you'll have to dig through your emails when you're trying to get into the venue. So loads of good stuff. Um, if you download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Uh, terms apply. Create an account, redeem the code SGPN for $20 off Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Josh has joined us. Josh, hello, how are you doing? Um, right then, I don't know what's happened now. I've lost my, uh, I've lost my page, boys, with the uh, oh, scores. Man. I know, yeah, I've got today's scores. What day are we handicapping Wednesday? Wednesday? Yeah, we're on the Cubs and Giants game. We are. That's two twenty Eastern first pitch. I remember Atta that. Boy. I remember that out of my mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. TBD, the San Francisco Giants, um, slated possibly to be, is his name Tristan Beck? I know it's yeah. Beck. Yeah, um, Tristan Beck. Yeah, and we have lefty Jordan Wicks going for the Cubs. We do have some lines here. The Giants are plus 105 and the Cubs are minus 125. We have no total as per usual. Uh, Dylan, Giants and the Cubs. Uh, real quick, I want to ask you guys: Did you guys bet on our boy Justin Steele no. the other day? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, One thirty was too disrespectful. Uh, we said that. We said that too. Oh, Me and Mal both God. said that. Yeah, we, said, yeah, we, he, we smashed it. Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, no, for as this for this game, I'm going to take the Cubs again on the money line. I feel like the past two weeks I've been just blindly betting them. And I think if the books continue to give these short numbers with them, I think we have to take them. I made the Cubs a minus 135 favorite. I'm also having a hard time backing the Giants. They kind of fell off in the month of August. You know, last week they were barely in the playoff contention. Today they're out of the playoffs. They have a negative 10 run differential. They've lost four in a row. And at this point, I feel like Scott said it last week. They're just throwing bodies up there on the mountain pitch. Um, I don't really trust uh, Tristan Beck as a spot starter. I mean, from the innings that he's allowed to pitch, he gives two to three runs up. His hard hit rate is up there in the high 40s. I, I can't back him or the Giants right now. At least Jordan Wicks, I was hesitant to take him last week. But he's won both games. He's solid. He goes five innings in both of those starts. So, I feel like the Cubs are just a better team. I'm not going to overthink this one. Uh, minus 125, I'll take the Cubs all day. I love that. Uh, clean, clean handicap, Dylan. Lonte? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean. Um, I'm going to lean with the Cubs here also. I, I mean, I, I can't trust San Francisco. And one, I can't trust them. And two, I just can't get them right for whatever reason. Um, Wicks ERA is under two. Two runs allowed on, on seven hits and ten um, innings pitch. So I think he's been fine. Small sample size, of course, but... I don't think he has anything to worry about with um, with this lineup. So I'll make it short and sweet. Maybe Beck is transitioning from bullpen if it isn't in, indeed him. He has, he has only went over five innings twice in 29 appearances this year. So he's not going to go a lot of length. I think the Cubs' bats are, like, white hot. So I would look for their team total to go over. Uh, I think the price is too short. I'm, I'm with you, D-Rock. I like the Cubs. Why haven't the Giants got any pitches? Like, no idea. It's not, it's not it's even just, like it's, it's just Cobb and Wood. Four. It's just Cobb and Wood. Alex Cobb. Yeah, yeah. And, and then Wood. three gaps. Three gaps, Cobb. Three, three. Like, it's not as even the, as if they've got four and the fifth day is a bit of a lot. They've got two and they have to make this shit up the rest of the time. It's always the same. And honestly, I'm bored of it. Like, it's. Um, so we said about Tristan Beck. We watched him pitch at the back end of that Justin Steele game on Monday. Um, Sunday, Monday. Anyway, um, so Tristan Beck was in that game just to a couple of innings out. He'll be back again. Yeah, and we've seen it before. In, back in April and May, the Giants did okay with this bullpen day thing. But yeah, not anymore. Um, Jordan Wicks, I watched last week. He got in trouble early on, got himself out of it, and then settled in. And he does look like he's got a bit of dog in him. Uh, he, he, he had a good attitude up on the bump. Um, short start, that's the key. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cubs. They do seem to be enjoying this home stand. It was... Uh, there was, a, there was a good energy coming out with the Cubs. But I'm going to take them on the first five here, mm. uh, just because that's pretty much all you're going to get uh, out of Wick. So I'll shorten it down. I'll take the Cubbies on the first five. 3.37, Eastern first pitch, the Toronto Blue Jays at the Auckland Athletics. We have Hun Jin Ryu for Toronto. We have JP Sears for Auckland. Two lefties going here. It's minus 170. Uh, the Toronto Blue Jays plus 152 Auckland and a total of eight and a half. Hunjin Ryu, three and one on the year, 248 ERA. He's been really good lately. Consistent, uh, relatively short again, five innings pitched. Sort of uh, his last two starts, he's given up four hits and two earned runs. Um, and all on homers, that's what's been getting him into trouble. But without many ducks on the pond, that's not going to kill you. And the Blue Jays have won his last five starts too. Uh, JPCS is 3-10 and 10 on the year with a 4.60 ERA. Now, I do like him. I've fought his corner a couple of times, but he's just not showing it at the minute. Um, he had a good start against the Angels, but that doesn't count. Um, and the, the, the previous four, he's lost on the spread. Um, so, 
It is not. I'm, I've got against my entire system. Um, I'm not taking the Minnesota Cleveland under, and I'm not taking Oakland first five. <laughs> it's a Blue Jays first five run line. Um, I think the Blue Jays can get ahead here. Nothing off for you. Three or four off to you. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays first five run line, Dylan, please. Yeah, I agree. I'm just going to take them on the full game uh, run line. If I'm seeing plus money. I'm seeing plus 105s out there on DK. So, yeah, I'll happily take that. Uh, you know, I'm not a fan of JP Sears, especially at home. You know, like you said, great start against the Angels, but... I mean, I don't know how we could, how much we could take out of that when they're not even trying anymore. But, you know, Sears, he did look bad in the month of August. His uh, last six starts have all come by two or more runs. I just think this is a good spot for the Blue Jays. Rayu has looked really good since coming back. So uh, they're just a better team. I'll take the plus money on the run line. Okie do, Lante. I added some, some Blue Jays futures, boys. They're game oh, and a half. They're a game and a half back. I got oh, some more. I got some more Blue Jays futures, man. They, they, I mean, of course they're beating up against these bad teams, but I mean, at the end of the day, they're doing what they're supposed to do. You got to beat the bad teams. You got to, you know, come up with you know one one or two wins against some good teams in a series. But I mean, once they get in, they're going to be dangerous. I mean, you got Gosman at the top of the at the top of the lineup um, pitching. I think he's good for. Uh, I mean, I'll put him up against anybody um, in the league. So. Their bats are going to be there at the top of the lineup, especially with Bichette, Guerrero. I mean, if they get in, it's, they, they got a shot to me. Um, now they're not the, they're not the most consistent bunch, but I mean, at a, at long odds, I mean, I think it's I think it's fine. Uh, but in this game, I like Ryu. Like I, I'll you know add on to what you guys said. I mean, he's been outstanding since the return. Has not allowed over two runs in five of his last six starts. If you can find a total outs and it's like around. 15 and a half, 16, I go under. He's pitched exactly five innings in four straight games. So I don't know if they're kind of like, you know, saving him for, you know, more high leverage situations or, or what the case may be, but that's something to look at. Like he's pitched exactly five innings every single game for four straight games. That can't be a coincidence. It's got to be something, maybe, you know, his pitches are getting, his pitch count is getting a little bit too high or or what, but uh, short and sweet, man. I like Serrano, run line, first, uh, first five, team total to go over also. Lante, do you think if they get into the playoffs, do you think their bats are going to be more dangerous than like Houston or Texas? I I, I will I'll put them against. I can't bet against Houston, man. I really can't. I, it's, it's hard. It, but outside of Verlander, I mean, I don't trust anybody in, on that rotation. Yeah, though, I agree. To be honest, because Valdez is. I mean, he had. You know, if you look at his splits, like uh, the first. You know, he had the no hitter, and then they they blew it when they took him mm-hmm. out, and then he had the first. Um, the first no hitter in between those, he's been giving it up. I know we'll get to him later on, but like he's so been, Christian like, Javier, right? Right, four runs, five runs, and he's getting hit. It should be like a little bit north of that, like six, seven runs. But you know, the, the defense behind him is just so good, they're saving him. Um, I mean, look, if at the top of that lineup, I mean, it's just as good as anybody in baseball. I mean, you go Bichette, Guerrero, um, who else is at the top of that damn lineup? Uh, fuck, I can't remember the, the exact one, but I know, yeah, Springer. Yeah, Springer. Whit- yeah, man. Whitfield. Right. I mean, like, so, I mean, it's just a long shot. You know, I, I don't trust them to to be as consistent, but if they get in in a high-leverage situation and you throw Gosman and if you get Ryu back to somewhat form, I mean, he's pitching good against solid-quality offenses. So, I think they got a shot, man. I, now, I wouldn't trust them against Houston, but Texas, I definitely would. Definitely would. Yeah, yeah, because their bullpen is awful. Right. Horrible. Horrible. Oh, boy. We're getting roasted in the chat. The oh, chat's man. gone absolutely off. Like it's so far, 
gone now. We can't bring that back. We just no. have to forget about it. Open a new chat because that one's gone over the hill and far away. We're never seeing that chat again. Um, yeah, it's gone berserk. Uh, <laughs> where are we? Three forty <laughs> first pitch. The Colorado Rockies and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Chris Flexen for Colorado and Zach Davies uh, for Arizona. Uh, where are these lines? Plus 180, Colorado. Minus 200 for the D-backs. Total is nine and a half, Lunty. I got to catch up. Um, I was catching up. <laughs> don't do it, mate. You'll never, you, we don't want to lose you as well. The aliens will come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, I don't have much on this game. I'll be completely honest with you. Colorado, Arizona, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't have yeah. much. Flexing four-plus runs in three of his last five. One of those games were against Arizona where he allowed four runs. Um He's given up the deep ball, two-plus home runs in four of his last seven games. ERA is sky high. I think it's close to eight, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe like right in between seven and a half and eight, maybe like seven, seven. I don't like Davies either. He's been inconsistent his last few starts. Uh, I mean, he's been inconsistent, but his last few starts, he's been fine. Uh, I guess this offense, I think he'll have somewhat of a, a decent time. Um, he allowed three runs on the June 1st meeting in five and two-thirds, so I think he'll be fine here. I don't trust the Arizona bullpen. I would lean to Arizona first five um don't want to trust i think flexing will give it up here um in, in the first five so give me arizona first five i will lean to the over also i just i don't know if i can trust colorado's offense to get anything going but again you're going against you know bad versus bad with the bullpen of arizona and then the bats of colorado so i mean bad on bad something's good gotta happen so i'll go with the over okay dylan yeah, I agree on the over. Uh, I was able to grab a nine earlier in the day, but even at a nine and a half right now, I still like the over. My total came out to a 10.3. So it's honestly a fate of both of these pitches. You know, Flexen, he's not good on the road. Davies, he's just not good in general, I don't feel like. But so, uh, some of these scores, Flexen has been on the road. Nine to four, seven to six. His last game, 13 to nine. He's good for a solid four or five runs in each of his start. And it's not just those road splits. Whenever these two teams face off, it's just high scoring. Eight of uh, eight of the 11 games have gone over the total. So I, I think we see another shootout. I'll take the over. Um. I've got this series nailed this week. We um mm. we did we did Merrill Kelly the other night. I think we gave out Arizona were going to win four to one. Uh, we took Arizona on the run line and the under actually finished four to two. Uh, so for tonight Tuesday's game, we've got six three Arizona. Um, so Arizona on the run line, and this is similar. Um, Arizona on the run line again. Um, Flexen's going to give up minimum three, probably a few more. Davies, I'm going to give him a little chance because he's actually pitched really well in his last two starts, and I know. Um, he's generally not being great. But he won't, doesn't have to be. And like Dylan just said, even if he gives up a few, this could easily finish 8-5 to five or something like that. Uh, I do think Arizona will be at least two runs better than them. Uh, so, yeah, Arizona on the run line. 4-10, Eastern first pitch. The Philadelphia Phillies at the San Diego Padres. Uh, Zach Wheeler for Philly and Michael Wacker going for San Diego. Minus 122, the Phillies, plus 102, the Padres. Total is eight for Dylan. Yeah, I'm going to be on the Phillies here on the money line, minus 130. Uh, I, t I had a favorite up to a minus 135. I just feel like the Phillies are a better team right now. You know, they took the first game of the series yesterday. They're just playing better baseball in general, 7-3 and three in their last 10, while Padres 4-6 and six in their last 10. Juan Soto has picked it up, though. He's, what, he hit five home runs in five straight games, something like that, over this past week. So he's 7-7, seven seven, seven, yeah. 
Wow, seven and seven. So even even better. He's the one that's picked it up. But outside of that, I just don't trust the offense to be matched up with Phillies. They still have a top five lineup, I think, in the MLB. And I just think Wheeler bounces back after that tough loss against the Brewers. Wheeler, he already has a win against his Padres back in the middle of July. And I'll admit, Michael Walker has looked good um, at home since coming back, but he hasn't faced the lineup as good as the Phillies are, in my opinion. So I think we'll see some regression out of him, and I think this is a fair price for the Phillies. So anything under a minus 135, I'll be on them. Okay, I'll uh, I'll go next. I think Lundy's on the phone. <laughs> We've got something to share with the class, Lundy. What's so funny? He's, he's having a laugh about something. Um, Philly, for me, he's, it's the same pick, Dylan, because I just think they're the better team. Um, yeah. Weed will go six or seven strong. Wacker will do the same, but a little bit shorter. Um, the Padres, nail, they still haven't had. We talked the other day, they, had the, they won three games, uh, consecutive games, for the first time since June the 8th. They still haven't had a four-game winning streak this season. Now, I'm sure you've like Oakland and all the dog shit teams have done that. That's quite remarkable. Um, but yeah, fairly similar level of pitches, but I like Wheeler a little bit better. And that's interesting, Philly playing better baseball. Minus 122 was good, uh, Lonte. Yeah, so I'm going to go with uh, with San Diego here, man. Oh. I, I think, yeah, I'm going to go with San Diego. Um I think Walker's been really good since his since he's returned. Um, he hasn't he's only allowed over two runs once in his last four starts. And if you expand that, you know, to before he, I think he missed the whole July, if I'm not mistaken, um, or maybe it was June. One of those months he missed. Uh, but if you expand uh, throughout the you know the last 14 games, let's just go. He's got six shutouts in that span in that, in the last 14 starts, and he has allowed under three runs in 13 of those. So he's been pitching really well. Um, Philly's offense, I do respect, and I think you'll have to work for it. I do like both pitchers. Wheeler is – I'm not as high on Wheeler as a lot of as a lot of other people. I mean, he's had back-to-back 10, um, 10K starts, so uh, he's only allowed three runs or fewer in um, nine of his last 10 starts. I think we get a first five under here also with both of these pitchers going well, so I like the first five to go under uh, and give me the Padres. Okay. Uh, don't look now. Padres, Padres only like five and a half games back, man. Don't look. Oh, man. no. Don't look. There's, 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 you bumped, there's six you and a half today. Six, oh, they lost yesterday. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, they're they're not doing nothing. Hey, man. They, they got to look at that schedule, D-Rock. Oh, and look at the people that look at the people that they're playing in front of him, uh, in front of them. Look, I'll, I'll list them all for you. Just Please. Just hear, hear, me, hear me out. Hear me out. Because I, I I sent this to, well, not send it. Did I, you put a future in for them? Yeah, I got one in. I, oh, small, my small, God. Small. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> listen to me though, D Rod. Listen, it's four teams in front of them, right? It's four teams yeah. in front of them. Miami's got a series with the Dodgers. They're probably going to get swept. Mm-hmm. San Francisco's playing the Cubs, and this was this was before they got beat yesterday. So, you know that they'll pick up a couple games there. Cincinnati's got the Mariners. They got a rookie going today. Hey man, crazier things have happened, D Rod. Crazier <laughs> things have happened. I just, man. I just, I'm not saying, I'm it. not telling you it's going to win. I'm just telling you. Listen, that's like put. That's like me. Me putting a ticket in on the Mets. I'm not no, that. Del- no, I can't no. do it. <laughs> wow. No, no. Come on, mate. People take the piss out of me. He has Lonty thrown out. These yeah. teams that the Padres <laughs> are going to win all month. Like, who've they been playing the rest of the season? If they've been playing other major league baseball teams, now, what's the difference? <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> they haven't played 130 games against the Dodgers. Not having it, Lonty. I'm not having it. Um, okay. Un- Okay, <laughs> underdog fantasy. However, I'm having that. Uh, the fantasy pick'em game. 
Um, it's a great way to get involved in the NFL with the, use your favourite football team. You can pick between two and five players, uh, select whether they'll go higher or lower on any of their stats, and then have your usual Sunday watch along and win up to 20 times your money uh, in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game. You can win real money. I can tell it's DFS season because I've got the name of a tight end written on my leg. Um, listening to the uh, the fantasy sh- the DFS show with Sean and Ryan today. So I've currently got Luke Musgrave uh, written on my right thigh. I think he's a tight end for the Packers. Uh, so yeah, we're going over uh, on Luke uh, Musgrave. Any props you like there. Uh, watch along, make your picks and maybe make some cash um, on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. Uh, when you sign up with the promo code SGPN Underdog, double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Um, and the free roll football contest um, season long, $1,000 for first, pl- first place and 500 for second place. Uh, doubled up, that is, if you're a member of Patreon as well. Um, you get autographed full-size sports gambling podcast helmet. Uh, guests like Joel Theismann, Bill Romanofsky, Pac-Man Jones, John Sally, Eric Metcalf, and LeGarrett Blunt, even I know who he is. Uh, sign-up is in the link. Uh, the, the sign-up link, sorry, is in the SGPN app. Um, and you can join the Patreon at sportsgamblingpodcast.patreon uh, to get in for your chance to do all your prizes and win the weekly Patreon pickums. Blunt is catching some strays in the chat now as well. We've diverted the chat, Dylan, away from your Catholic schoolboy <laughs> behaviour on the Londay. Well played. Um, six six forty Eastern first pitch is the Seattle Mariners and the Cincinnati Reds. We have Logan Gilbert for Seattle, and oh, there his names appeared. Now you were right, Dylan. It is Lion Richardson. Um, it's a great name, that it for Cincinnati. Um, but I don't see any lines for this one at all. Uh, D Rock, did you have anything? Uh, no, not really. But I mean, you got to side with uh, the Mariners, I feel like in this spot, you think they'll be up to a, maybe around a minus 160 minus 165. But they're a good road team 38 and 31. I know they've they've kind of cooled off recently after taking first place, but so have the Rangers. So they're still ahead by uh by a game or two and I just think they're a much better team I'm not a fan of Lionel Richardson and I think Logan Gilbert on the road can take care of business so I would lean depending on the number I would lean with the Mariners here Lonte yeah I handicapped the wrong picture I, I had I had somebody else going so I don't have much for this game at all but I, I, I'm with you I just I, Cincinnati is another another team I can't get right um when they're hot, I'm going against them, and they just kill me. And then when they're cold, and I try to fade them, they're winning. So I just stay away from from their game. So I don't have much on this at all, man. Yeah, I think uh, fantasy pros I used had left Graham Ashcraft up, um, but he was on the IL uh, with his tool, so I don't know what got on there. Like Richardson was, um, he traumatized me. We talked about this game the other night. You know, I was chasing my Friday night losses and took the team total over on the Cubs in Cincinnati both teams in a game that finished 3-2. Um, and it was Lyon Richardson that night, so I feel like he owes me something. Uh, but I'm not sure how I'm going to get it back out of him in this situation. Yeah, um, Gilbert's just been great. 2.32 ERA in his last five. Say, Richardson, I felt like he got lucky. Uh, again, they, they seemed to be... Yeah, five walks, that was it. He walked everybody, I remember now. I'm having yeah. flashbacks. Yeah, he walked everybody, got away with it. I don't think he'll get away with it again. Um I haven't seen numbers, but a Seattle run line um, looks like it'll be the place. Cincinnati, I, I struggle a little bit with them as well, Lonte. Yeah, they've been uh, they've been hard for me to get right. 
Uh, 6.40 Eastern first pitches, the Boston Red Sox at the Tampa Bay Rays. Officially TBD for Boston. Um, I think it's James Paxton. And we have Tyler Glass now going for Tampa Bay. No lines on this one either. Um, two pitches with the same record, seven and five. Um, Paxton is a 4.50 ERA. Struggling, really struggling. Uh, 7.71 in his last five. Um, his last three starts, six, four and six. And that's in over nine and two thirds. So he's given up 16 runs in nine and two thirds in his pitch. He's got a 5.57 road ERA. There was just no ticks going in any boxes when I was handicapping Paxton. Um, Glasnow is two and eight, uh, three and two with a two eighty one ERA in his last five. Really good length. Um, pitched well at Cleveland last time, even though Tampa Bay conspired to lose that three two. Uh, but it's two ninety eight home ERA. It's good enough here. Uh, did pitch against the Red Sox once already this season, five and a third, four hits and one earned run. It's pretty predictable and boring, but it's a Tampa Bay Ray run line, Lund. Yeah, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree with you more, man. I, I like Tampa here. Glass now two fifty over sixty eight in the third innings. Um, in his last eleven outings, I mean, he, he's been really good. Been really been pitching really well. Um, outside of he, he had a little hiccup. He was going well in his last start, and then I think it was facing the Twins, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he gave up like a two run bomb, and that kind of that kind of. Uh, somersault in them, but yeah, I'm not a fan of Paxton. You you broke down the numbers. ERA around 450 in those three games that you highlighted um, with those 16 earned runs. So I'm going to go with Tampa here. I, I'll lay it on the run line. I do like the team total to go over also simply because of what we just discussed with Paxton and how he's been volatile as of late. I trust the Tampa offense at home. I trust them at home. I think they can roll here. Uh, Dylan? Yeah, I agree everything. I mean, I can't take the Boston right now. I know they won the first game of the series, but Tyler Glasnow has just been fantastic for them. I know gave up three runs in his last start against the Guardians, but you, like you said, he gives them good length, six, seven innings at least. And James Paxton, I just can't get behind him. Six runs, and he didn't even get out of the first inning through the, against the Royals. So, yeah, I think this is a good spot. I favored him if it is these two pitchers going. I favored the Rays up to a minus 155. So, anything under that, if we get a plus 130 or better, I'd be with you, Mal. I'll take the run line as well. 6-4 Eastern first pitch. The Elliott Dodgers at the Miami Marlins. Lance Lynn for the Dodgers. Remarkably, between the three of us, we've handicapped three different pitches for the Marlins, so this is going to be really helpful. Braxton Garrett, Edward Cabrera, Uri Perez. Um, for the Marlins, no lines as a result of all that silliness. Um, Lonte, I mean, I think Braxton Garrett might be going on Thursday now, so I reckon oh, I can put a line through him. Um, I don't know if Cabrera and Perez are going to fight. You know, yeah, Braxton Garrett's TBD. Uh, sorry, confirmed uh, for Thursday. So, yeah, well, I mean, what have you got here? Yeah, that's what I handicap. I handicap Garrett. But, I mean, I'll just give you – I like the Dodgers regardless of the pitcher. I mean, Lance Lynn, uh, he's been solid since he's got to L.A. And, I mean, his advanced metrics, though, don't support the – um, total outcome of what he's been getting, and he saw that come back down to earth versus Atlanta. But then again, you got to kind of separate. Like it's Atlanta, so they're going to do that to whoever, no matter no matter what the the metrics say. So, but outside of that, I thought he's pitched really well. Um, and I don't trust Miami offensively. We talked about it, Mal. Every time we see totals under eight, it's always in Miami games. Yeah. So I don't think Lance Hand will have trouble with this lineup at all. Um, I think he'll I think he'll be fine here. I'll go with. 
maybe a, a first five team total over, depending on who the pitcher is. But I think the Dodgers get off the mat, get off the mat after that tough series um, with Atlanta, and I think they get it done here um, on the road, regardless of the pitcher. Okay, one for the Dodgers, Dylan. Yeah, I agree. I do think it would be Edwin Cabrera calling him up, but and like you, like you guys know, I like to fade pitchers coming back but before that he has been really good i think he was undefeated at home this season yeah uh five and zero with a 291 era but you're right i i know the advanced metrics does say that lance lynn was coming back to earth but you got to look at it like they did versus the braves i don't think he'll have any problems with this marlin lineup they did lose uh three of their last four to the braves tough series but i think this sh- this gets them right into the win column so i if it is these two pitchers i favored the dodgers up to a minus 160 uh hopefully we could get plus price on the run line uh for the dodgers and i'd happily take that well i wanted to take miami here when i handicapped garrett um i did too some- i did too yeah, I wasn't. I didn't want anything to do with Lynn. Really. That team yeah. starts to be poor, and um, the, the the six innings and three innings out with Garrett would be good enough. I'm just saying if and want to change from mind, I know Cabrera is going to go. Um, definitely, I still don't want anything to do with the uh, with Lance Lynn. Mm. Um, and I mean, Cabrera's been all right. He's been serviceable. Like um, he has had a little break. What? The 13th of June was the last time we saw him. No, that's not true at all. The 31st of July was the last time we saw him. He'd had a couple of short shots. Yeah, I'll stick to my guns here. I think Lynn is beatable um, in Cabrera. The fact that he's uh, he's kind of sporadically been up and down all season, he's kind of stayed off the Dodgers' radar as well. Um, he hasn't faced the Dodgers yet. So, I'll, yeah, I'll give Cabrera a chance here. Uh, we need a dog on the card. So Miami uh, can get some runs off Lance Lynn. Uh, I got a root for Lynn from my, from my Padres' futures, man. So I'm rooting for Lance Lynn. <laughs> How many futures um, do you have, mate? No, 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 no. I know. I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm rooting for. Remember, I just was talking about the Dodgers. I mean, I was just talking about the uh, the Padres. Yeah. So Miami's in front of them. So I need Miami to lose. Oh, okay. No, I feel yeah. That. But I do got a bunch of futures though. Did you? Yeah, Dylan casually slip in the mates there as well. Oh, every de- time. Definitely been spending too much time together, Dylan. I'm uh, I'm wearing these out, son. Uh, 7.05 Eastern first pitch is the Detroit Tigers at the New York Yankees. We have Matt Manning for Detroit and Clark Schmidt for the pinstripes. Plus 140 on Detroit. Um, minus 166 on New York. And the total is set at 8.5. Uh, Matt Manning, 5-4, and four, 362 ERA. Really good lately, really good. 2-1, and one, 215 ERA. In his last five, 357 um, on the road is serviceable. He's beaten the Yankees and Houston, Cleveland and Boston in his last four starts. Uh, so that got a bosh. Um, Clark Schmidt, 8-8, eight eight, 456 ERA. Is that so? been okay. I still don't really trust him. Um, and because there hasn't been a game played between these two since I sat here and argued with Lonnie and Scott last night, I've really got no choice but to make the same argument which is that the Yankees were a bad team that we weren't interested in last week. Yes, they called up the kids. They got a little bump from it, but I stand by the law of diminishing returns here. Um, I took Detroit to win the Tuesday game at uh, plus 200, and I'm going to take them to win the Wednesday game at plus 140. And as we like to say a lot, they'll win one of them and we get some (laughs) profit. So uh, that'll do me. What have you got? Yeah, so you picked the wrong day to back them. You want to back Detroit tonight. I mean, tomorrow and not tonight against Garrett Cole. 
Nah, man. Nah, the Garrett Cole is going to destroy them. Uh, have you seen his numbers versus? Have you seen his numbers versus Detroit? Oh my God. That, that, that imaginary shirt, the uh, the no, mythical yeah, shirts is back. When, when, when D Rock gets when D Rock gives his handicap I'll, after he <laughs> after he's done, I'll read you off uh, Garrett Cole's numbers against uh, against Detroit. Okay. I, I like Matt Manning here. He threw six scoreless in the last meeting versus the Yankees. Um, he he got a no decision. I mean, he got you know a no decision after the bullpen blew a three zero lead. So that's not on him. He pitched really good. Um, he's had three straight quality starts has allowed one or no runs in four straight games. His ERA is .38, whip .68, and this was against solid offenses. Houston, Boston was mixed in with the Yankees in those uh, last four games. So I like Matt Manning here. Uh, I like him to win the game outright. I like him in the first five. A little bit more on the first five because as you saw, or as you just heard from the handicap, he pitched well and then the bullpen blew it. So you kind of want to put your, put more stake on him uh, in that first five versus going full game. So I'll go a full unit, first five, half unit, full game. Done. I know this is going to probably be an unattractive bet, but I kind of like the over eight and a half. Uh, my total came out to a 9.1. The market is moving. I see nines out there at even money right now. So I'm, I'm going to take a shot on the over. I don't want to lay minus 166 with the Yankees. I only made them a minus 150 favorite. So if we do get 10 more cents, I'd probably be on the side of Mal taking them uh, or both of you guys taking the Tigers. But, you know, I, I know they turned some things around, but I, I think we'll actually see some runs. You know, the Yankees, they've scored six runs three times out of the last five games. Tigers, they've been able to score runs as well. They just put up 10 runs against the White Sox the other night. So I think we'll actually see a higher scoring uh, game. I'll, I'll take a flyer on the over. I saw some stuff on uh, Kerry Carpenter, the Detroit um, hitter, earlier on today. And what a, the most American sort of midtown, like, it was what almost like say? a Disney character. Nothing really. It was just the way he said it. It was just like a clean cut boy. So, like I say, it was like something out of a Disney movie or one of, like a Nickelodeon <laughs> film. He was just like cheesy, like the nicest kid in the world, but almost to the point that he was annoyingly nice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, Really, I mean, not, none of this uh, Catholic uh, sexually oppressed behaviour, Dylan, that you present. This kid was just like, absolutely, yeah, he was just, like I say, a cardboard postcard cutout sort of kid. Um, <laughs> but yeah, quite quite easy to root for as well. So. Yeah. Um, you ready, for, you ready for the stat of the day, Mel? Oh yeah, hit me, come on. But Garrett Cole, 9.72 Ks per nine. That's, that's, that's just one. So the Tigers are striking out 29.5% rate over the last two weeks. They've got 80 plate appearances um, versus the current. He's got 80 uh, plate appearances for uh, against the current lineup against um, for Detroit, and he has a 35 percent strikeout percentage. 35. It's no way these guys are going to score on Cole <laughs> tonight, man. And uh, I want to shout out Munaf for that, for that stat. He he sent that to me, so I don't want to I don't want him to hear this and then you know try to get me for copyright. His prop <laughs> his prop is at seven and a half, so we're hammering the over. Ladder it, ladder it, D Rock. Ten oh, Ks tonight. Ten. ten. 10Ks tonight, D-Rock. Oh, these boys yeah. are... 10Ks yeah. tonight. Okay. That's all well and good, but Detroit is still going to win 3-2. Uh. Um, <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a Kerry Carpenter home run, uh, mind you. Mind if you, you said Torkelson, you might have got me. Torkelson's good. That's your new favorite player, Mal. I liked him a lot, yeah. He was very, in my image, very clean, cut and wholesome young man. Uh, Most yeah, Americans like are. They're correct, Dylan, yeah. Um... <laughs> 7.20, we'll move on. 
St. Louis Cardinals at the Atlanta Braves, Dakota Hudson for St. Louis and Spencer Strider for Atlanta, plus 230 on the cards, minus 285 on Atlanta with a total of nine, Dylan. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to find any true value in this game <laughs> when uh, the Braves are like over a $3 favorite, but I feel like they're begging us to take the Cardinals, but I need at least a plus 290. I made the Braves a 290 favorite. Uh the Braves are just, they're flat out the best team in the major leagues right now. They just took three or four from the Dodgers. I feel like the only real threat in the NL for them. And I think they'll continue to roll here at home against the Cardinals, who they're just terrible on the road. And I'm not a fan of Dakota Hudson at all. He he doesn't pitch well on the road. Maybe look for a K-Prof for Strider. He's had nine or more strikeouts in four of his last six games in the month of August. But Depending on the Braves team total, anything at a five or below that, I'll probably look towards their team total over. Or I like Spencer's K prop. That's really how I'd play this game. Yeah, I mean, I would defy anyone to to try and be clever and handicap this a different way. Blonte, how did you do it? I got nothing. I mean, what can you say? I mean, Strider, there's no way I'm laying that much. I don't care who's on the mail. I'm not laying that price with, with them. But like D Rock said, team total over. Uh, although Hudson, he hasn't been as bad. Uh, so I mean, I, but again, I'm not picking. I'm not picking him to be, go in and beat Atlanta. Uh, yeah, so it's it's not much, man. I mean, I would go with a team total or nothing. It, yeah, I mean the run line's minus one forty two. You could kind of go. I mean, you could all, you could take an alt run line if you wanted. Go two yeah, and a half. That's, yeah. that's kind of. But yeah, um, Captain Sado's looking at the strikeout prop. Um, maybe nine and a half, he reckons possibly. Um, but yeah. that's a lot to get to. Like it's a it's a big ass to get up there. But Strider, he, I mean, he's obviously he get in that zone. It's over. Yeah, definitely. He's so young too. Uh, yeah. Seven forty. bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, spot the Catholic again. Seven forty. Eastern first pitches the Chicago White Sox at the Kansas City Royals. Two key two sun for the White Sox and. Uh, Jordan Lyles, it's Jordan Lyles Day uh, for the Kansas City Royals. Total is at nine and a half. Um, minus 108 for the White Sox and minus 112 for Kansas City. So, Tiki Toussaint, two and seven uh, with a 487 ERA. He did okay against Detroit last time. Um, five hits and three end runs and five and a third. Doesn't get much run support. Um, Jordan Lyles pitched eight innings last time. Um, he only gave up two against Boston. He's gone eight innings three times in his last five starts. Now, I wrote down, because I hadn't seen any lines yet, I'm going to take the team that's the bigger price because there was nothing to split them. However, so I must be kind of right because they're the same price. The, the bookies can't split them either, which tells me I'm kind of doing something right. So I have managed to find, I think I like the Jordan Lyles out. Um so I don't know. I mean, what will the line be set? It's 17 and a half, maybe, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah about and they just leave him out there. Because it doesn't matter if they're getting shellacked or otherwise. They just leave him out there to get on with it. Um, He's gone eight. Yeah, he's gone eight three times um, recently. There's a, good, there's, a, there's a little wobbly three in and start in there at Seattle. Uh, in fact, uh, the two Seattle starts. But yeah, I just think you could get it. It, it won't be 17 and a half, actually. I think it'll be lower. Um, yeah, they'll just leave him out there. He'll get on with it. Because the White Sox won't cause many problems. So he'll just get along. He'll give up four run runs and they'll take him out in the seventh. Uh, and we win. And that's what's going to happen, Lontis. Yeah, I'm going to go with the over in the matchup. I think both offenses could... Not, I don't trust either offense, but I mean, against 
this pitch, and I don't think we we have a choice here. Um, I, I kind of like Toussaint. I'm going to go with uh, the White Sox in the first five on the money line. If it's anything plus money or, or reduced, uh, I'll go with that. But overall, I think we can see, like you said, Mal, there's always high-scoring games when, when they play each other. Uh, we saw one last night. I think I forgot what the score was, but, like, Kansas City got killed. I mean, Kansas City killed them. So I think we're yeah, going to go was... over here. We'll go uh, Chicago first five um, just for a pick on the side. Yeah, that was, was that was our cool Raggins pick, wasn't it? Was that the night the night before? Yeah, yeah that was yeah. He was uh, he was in our little one thirty trifecta of pitchers who won right. Pablo Lopez yep. Uh, yep. and Justin Steele. Yeah. Um, Dylan. Yeah, I'm gonna go real ugly here. I'm gonna take the Royals at home. Uh, I actually made it's a minus ugly, one. That's not ugly, D Rock. That's not ugly, man. That's a good bet. I, I bet Mal laughed at me because I took minus one and a half at plus one fifty for my dog a couple of nights oh. ago. Oh my god! It hit right last night. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no, it was, uh, it was it was two days. It was two days. Twelve one. Yeah, absolutely. Not a boy, but yeah. I mean, I made him a minus one twenty favorite. I I'll take a minus one twelve. It's it's crazy to say, but I I honestly feel like the Royals have the better bats in this series. You know, they just like you guys said, they just put up twelve runs on them yesterday. They put up thirteen the other day uh, at home against the Red Sox, and the White Sox have yet to score over two runs in the past four games. So. I know it's Jordan Lyles' day, but I, I'm just going to bank that he does get the run support. I do agree with you, Mal, that they will keep him out there six, seven innings. But uh, I'm going to take the Royals at home. I think they're the better team right now. Okay. Uh, the penultimate game this evening is the 8.05 Eastern first pitch between the Houston Astros and the Texas Rangers. Old boys fighting out Justin Verlander for Houston and Max Scherzer for Texas. Uh, plus 100, even money Houston, minus 120. The Rangers are favorites, and the line is at eight and a half. Lonty? Yeah, it's a tough game for me, man. Uh, I, I like both pitchers. Uh, I mean, but I'm kind of concerned with Scherzer. He left the – He left the. Um, I forgot what game it was. It was his last start. I, I don't remember who they were playing, but he left the game with some, you know, uh, forearm tightness. So I'm not sure how that will affect him here. Uh, they All reports are saying that he's fine. Um, since joining the Rangers, he's 2.21 ERA in six starts. So he's been going pretty well. Verlander dominated against Boston and Detroit, but he did struggle against the Yankees. Six runs allowed, um, four home runs. His contact is up a little bit. I, I think D Rock, if you got those numbers, I, I'd love to hear him. Uh, his contact has been up a little bit, but again, I, I just trust, I don't trust Texas's bullpen. That's their biggest problem. I just can't trust it. So I'm going to go with Houston here. I don't know how long Scherz is going to go or if that forearm is going to give him problems. So I'm going to go with Houston here uh, at plus money. I, I think they'll win, you know, 5-3, 6-4, uh, something, something in that ballpark. Uh, Dylan. Yeah, real quick, the hard hit rate. Uh, what do you want to know? Which game? So uh, last uh, game just, was – yeah. Yeah, no, just the last three. What is What has he got the last three? Uh, 25% against Minnesota at home yep. on the road against Minnesota, 34.3. And then at home against Milwaukee, 20%. What about the, the, um, Boston, not, um, not Boston and Detroit. What about the Yankees? I know that's been up. Uh, Yankees. When was the last time he played the Yankees? Verlander. Oh, this is Verlander. Yeah. Verlander. Oh, I, 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 my fault. I, I looked up uh Scherzer for you. Yeah. yeah Verlander. Verlander. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I, I got it right in front of me, this computer. Nobody ain't going to do it, right? 
Uh, all right, last three games. Last game, 44.9 uh, against Detroit on the road, 40%, and then at home against Boston, 27%. Yeah, okay. So yeah, it has been high. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, this is going to be the best series, I think, of – Honestly, the first, the early of the week, you know, the Rangers, they, they just can't seem to get out of their own way. They lost four of their last five games. And like Lante said, their bullpen has been a real concern, not just recently, but the whole year it's been shaky for them. And against a team like the Astros who, you know, both fighting for the division, you just can't afford to be shaky against them. They'll make you pay. But I'm going to take the Rangers here. I, I did oh, make them a man. minus 130 favorite. And what do you know? Scherzer, two ex-Mets going at it. You love to see it, but <laughs> I actually think Scherzer's been pitching better than Verlander recently. Oddly enough, Verlander can't beat the Yankees this season, and then Scherzer has given the Rangers six, seven innings at least in every start where he's only given up two to three runs, but even when he gives up a little more runs, their lineup is good enough where they can come back in most games. So I just read you the hard hit rates. Uh, Verlander has been getting touched up more than Scherzer, so... When he is on the mound, I think they, it gives him the best chance to win. I agree. I think if it's a one-two run game and it gets into the bullpen, I think it does get a little shaky. But I think the Rangers bounce back here. So give me the Rangers at home. No, I can't have it. Um, the I just like to find a tiebreaker here because there's nothing really between Verlander and Scherzer. Um, and I just looked at that last game as a comp. So Scherzer pitches six innings. One hit, no end runs, um, absolutely outstanding. Texas lose five to one. That's this game. That's what's going to happen. They both go well, um, and Texas will get beat because Houston are a better team. Um, so yeah, it was pretty straightforward to me. Houston and at the prices, I absolutely love it. Um, I'm with Lonte. I'll take Houston at even money. Finally, we get to the Baltimore Orioles at the LA Angels, which is a nine thirty eight Eastern first pitch. Kyle Gibson for Baltimore. Left-handed pitcher Patrick Sandoval goes for the LA Angels. Um, minus 130 for Baltimore, plus 110 on the Angels. Total is at 8.5, Dylan. Uh, yeah, real quick. Uh, getting into Catholic school, very easy, I would say. Just take a test. They'll, they'll, they'll let anybody in the fucking school, I'll tell you that much. But, uh, yeah, very easy. Uh, for this game, uh, give me the over 8.5. I actually made my total 9.6, uh, actually a whole point higher. We've actually seen a lot of uh, high-scoring games for Kyle Gibson lately. Four of his five starts in the month of August have gone over this number. He's also allowed three or more runs in his last five starts as well. Well, actually, both teams have been involved in a lot of overs. Uh, both Orioles and the Angels have gone over this number in four of their last five games. And with Patrick Sandoval going for the Angels, he's not really someone I want to back either. I don't have a lot of confidence in him. He's given he he just doesn't give up five runs to the A's in three innings in his last starts. We also have wins blowing out, so I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Give me the over, Lonte. Yeah, I mean, you just got to keep fading the Angels, man. I mean, Baltimore run line, team total to go over. I agree with the over, which you D-Rock. I mean, I don't got much. You just can't – you can't back the Angels. I mean, now, is Shohei done, right? He's done for for the rest of the year? I think they shut him down. Yeah, they, so it's it, – yeah, it's, it's They took him out of the lineup yesterday. I don't know if they shut him down completely, but, I mean, it's heading that way, isn't it? I mean, who I mean, who cares? It doesn't matter. They're going to get, yeah, they're gonna they, get yeah. blasted. Yeah, so I, that's, that's all I have. They're going to get blasted. Are they actually trying anymore? No, they're not. They're not. Trying something. I don't know what they're trying. It's absolutely, it's a proper clown show. Right. Like, That's it. 
I can't believe we sat here in a well, I keep I shouldn't say we when I when I mean I sat here in like March and made a case for the Angels and I've done it like three years fucking running. Oh, I think they'll be all right. I think they've added this. Absolute shit show. I'm not doing that ever again. If you catch me doing that next year, you have my permission uh, to just put me in a boat, push me out to sea or something, because it's absolute bollocks. Um, so my scientific handicap, this is uh, Baltimore Gibson gives up loads of runs. Sandoval gives up loads of runs. So the answer is runs over eight and a half. I mean, uh, that was it. Just dead straightforward. Did it? Yeah, easy game, didn't it? It's like they want us to win. Um, so there the you go, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We made it to the end of the show. Um, so, uh, Dylan, are you going to lead us off with a lock and a duck? Yeah, uh, I'll start with my lock, actually, this time. Uh, give me the Cubs. I think they keep it rolling here with Jordan Wicks on the mound. I know a small sample size in his two starts, but I do think he'll go. I do like the... Um, the way Malcolm when he did go five inning uh, the first five because that's probably only Jordan Wicks will go through the five innings but I can't back Tristan uh, back in this spot 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 starter don't trust the bats of the Giants they're not doing good right now so give me uh, the Cubs on the money line to keep it rolling uh, I didn't give too many uh, plus money plays out today but is the Blue Jays on the run line still plus money if you guys see that Oh, let's see. Blue if Jay they are, I'll, I'll take them on the run line. But I think it's at plus one hundred five. But I'm gonna take Hunter Ryu. I think he's been he's been he's looked really good since coming back. I think this is a really good spot for him. And against JP Sears, who I know Mal, you were on him a little bit, but not anymore. Yeah. He just hasn't been good anymore. So uh, I just think this is another bad spot for the Ace. So I, I think the Blue Jays win here by two or more runs. I'll take the Blue Jays as my dog. Yeah, plus one hundred five is still there. Plus one, yeah. yeah, I I concur with your plus one hundred five, Dylan. Uh, Lonte, what do you have? Yep, I'm betting that right now, actually. Um, <laughs> from my from my lock, I'm gonna go with the the game of the week and the series of the week. Like D Rock said, I'm gonna go with Verlander. So don't worry about giving the plus money dog the plus money dogs out, D Rock. I got two of them for you right here. I'm gonna <laughs> go with Verlander and Houston. I just don't trust that bullpen. I I mean Scherzer's obviously Scherzer is fine, but. How well will he pitch with that forearm soreness? It's always a, a thing when the forearm gets a little bit sore. So I'm wondering how he'll fare with that against his Houston lineup. So I do like Houston to win um, at the plus money. For my dog, Mal, I'm going to go with something that you should have went with today and, and not yesterday. I'm going to go with Detroit, Matt Manning, plus 140. Okay. I told you they're going to win both, man. It's fine. Um <laughs> Right, my lock here is the most boring lock. However, do you know why it's called a lock? Because it's a fucking lock. It's Atlanta on the run line at minus 142. That's what the word means. I mean, they're just giving you that money. Like, we, I'll take worse bets than that. Most nights, like, minus 142. Um, that's preposterous. That is like finding money in the street. For my dog, um, I haven't got the lines, but it will be a plus I'm Guessing plus 130 here, and I'm very sure it's Miami um, to beat the Dodgers and Lance Lynn. Um, he's just all over the place. And um, if it is Cabrera, I think he can do it. Uh, so I'll take Miami. And with that, that will be plus money, we think, boys. Don't, yeah? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Even though it is Lance Lynn, but it's also the Dodgers, yeah? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Still. It's still with me. Cool. Um, I will uh, take that. They're done. Um, Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Lonte. That was fun. Um, Dylan, what's happening the rest of the night? 
Uh, just gearing up two more days to the start of the NFL season. Uh, about to go get some Mexican food and just enjoy my night. What's the first game? What's the game tomorrow? Chiefs and Lions. Oh, is it that one? Oh, I yeah. Get our team ready. I want 10%. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I need. I'm going to spend a couple of hours now setting lineups. And I think waivers run, actually, uh, in a couple of my leagues. So I just need to check. There isn't any... Uh, What's the name of this bloke written on my leg? Luke Musgrave. I need to go and find him. Uh, see if he's on waivers. Lotte, what are you up to? Yeah, not much, man. Just sharpening up the numbers. Uh, got some college football stuff working on. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to NFL this, uh, this this season, man. Looking forward to it. Munaf actually Munaf gave me a little uh, a little promotion, man. He, he, he told me I could host with him on the NFL podcast. Oh, nice. Hey, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll be, I'll are, be doing, doing that Are you a Carolina fan since you're down there? No, I root for him, though. I, I'm a Giants fan. So, oh, yeah, I, man. I, yeah, I, um, my, my, mom is, my mom is from New York. Uh, we spent some Shout time in New York, New, New York, New Jersey. So, yeah, uh, Giants is, is my team. Uh, my grandfather always – Giants and Yankees was my grandfather's team before he passed. So, that's what I was introduced to, and uh, I've been stuck with it since. Dylan's good Jets. Man. So, does that make you two rivals then? Yeah, they're wannabes. It's all good. He <laughs> <laughs> definitely got the better quarterback. I can, t- I can tell you that. He better supports the Jets the and the Mets, Lonty. Fuck it, Ellen. You and the Knicks. And oh, the yes, Knicks. Yeah, see, I didn't get cur- I didn't get cursed with the Knicks. My my uh my grandfather liked the the Bulls, so um I didn't get a chance. I was watching Mike when I was obviously young. I didn't yeah. I didn't get a chance to watch him when I could form my own opinion but um kobe was the closest to it so i just naturally flirted with the lakers and i saw my lakers fan now who do you like in basketball uh basketball i like it i like it i don't have a basketball team i like carolina carolina nice carolina i'm gonna think of their carolina i don't know what their name is tar heels mal tar heels you're a tar heel fan who carolina tar heels where michael jordan went to school at University, this is college. University of North Carolina. Oh, right. Oh, well, fuck, I got no chance. Absolutely no <laughs> chance. Uh, no. Who do you like in college, D-Rock? Uh, for basketball, I'm biased. I root for Villanova. My sister went there. So I went to a bunch of J- with when Jay Wright was there. So I like them, but I also root for Ohio State, but bias. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with that. There you go. Good talk. I bet that was riveting for all the listeners, wasn't it? The last couple of minutes. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, Moon off saved himself the uh, six game slate for tomorrow night, you know, so he could stick another eight what, minute, eight minutes what a of hard work. What a hard worker Moon off is. Unbelievable. Big and long day, knock out 45 games in three days. Um, Right, cheers everyone. Good luck with your bets tonight and tomorrow. Moon off's back with someone. Uh, I'm back on Thursday. Until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>